Hey friends, thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. This is your girl, Kristen Denise, also known as KD, and I am so grateful that you are joining us on our self-care journey. I want to ask you to remember to make sure that you subscribe so that you're always aware of a new conversation that drops, that you rate us because we want to know how we're doing. Give us five stars. And that you leave a review so that other people can know what we're talking about and know why they should join in on the conversation. Thank you so much for your help. Now, let's get into today's episode. Good morning, friends, and welcome to episode 27 of the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. How art thou? I hope you are well I hope you're out here caring for yourself well, feeling loved. Um, we're going to jump right into this because I'm recording a little later than I intended. And the kids got to get ready for church. So, uh, still going to do our nerd facts, our podcast nerd facts. Y'all, we are almost at 8,000 downloads. I just want to say thank you guys so much for continuing to listen. Our episodes are still growing faster than ever. Last week was actually a little slower. I don't know, life be life, and I I get it, it's cool, but the two-week period was the most listened to period over the course of a two-week period, so that's pretty dope. Um, The top five are all 2020 episodes now, y'all done pushed all of 2019 to the side, and 2020 has made it to the top of your list of episodes that you love, it included like Be Intentional. Um, it included bet on yourself, um, routine success is still number one by far. Um, y'all out here saying that 2020 is going to be your year and you're taking the steps necessary to make that a true statement and not just a random mantra. So I get it. I get it. I get it. And I love you so much for it. Thank you guys. You're the best. Um, we are now listening to it looks like in like 33 countries. So that's two more that have jumped on board since the last time I shared. I think I think last time we were at 31. So now we're at 33. Um, all over the world. Caribbean, Africa, Europe, a few in Asia. Like y'all are killing it. South, what's South America on there? Now I'm going to go back and check because I can't remember if I really saw South America. That might be where, where we are not um, really having a presence. So, you know, obviously United States is still where most of my listeners are coming from right now, but we're going to work on that. We're going to be international, baby. Just a little update. I'm going to do a giveaway when we hit 10,000 downloads because that is worthy of super celebration. I celebrate every time I hit a new milestone. I don't post every time I hit like a new, get another thousand, but I do celebrate. And so, but 10,000 is a huge deal and we're going to celebrate together. So I'm going to do a giveaway. So get ready for the giveaway instructions for when we hit 10,000 downloads. I probably need to say something sooner rather than later to ensure that like I'm ready when we hit 10,000 downloads to give something away. Um, So thank you for that. Thank you for continuing to buy the Black Girls Guide to Self-Care. Um, for those of you that needed some help launching out on new goals, thank you for buying 28 Days to Launch. Y'all are bomb. Um, if you know a friend, have a friend who's trying to move an idea forward and doesn't know where to get started, go on ahead and purchase 28 Days to Launch for them. You can get it on Amazon. You can um, either get the Kindle version or the uh, book, the actual tangible book. I still like tangible books, so that's the one that kind of sits the best with me. Um, 
And I mean, I think that's it as far as updates, uh, personal updates. I spent some more time yesterday with some people that I love, like a long time too. Um, it's so funny because I had all these intentions to do all of this stuff in my day. I didn't get through everything because I spent so much time hanging out with the one group of friends that I was too tired to go to the party I had tickets for later. But overall, I still think it was an amazing day and I'm super excited. Random, y'all. Super random, but personal self-care. One of my things I'm getting into is makeup. I feel like as an adult adult, I should basically at least know how to put on makeup. Um, a full face is one of my goals for the uh, before I turn 40. I said I'm going to know how to do a full face before 40. Um, so yesterday I learned the basics of putting on an eyebrow at Sephora. I think I'm going to try it this morning. We're going to see what happens if I walk out of here looking crazy or no. Actually, let me rephrase that. I will not walk out of here looking crazy. Um, however, uh, I'm going to try it home and see what happens. So now we're going to jump into today's episode. I'm actually super excited about the topic. So today for episode 27, we are going to talk about doing a quarterly review. Now, last year we talked about planning for the quarter, but we didn't get to talk about reviewing for the quarter because we ended up going into an end of the year review altogether. And honestly, I typically don't do both when it comes time for me to do my annual yearly review. I leave that quarterly review alone. But we're we're rounded up. So January felt like it was 97 days long. In February, every time I blink, it's like it's almost gone. Which means we're almost out of first quarter 2020. And I know people are like, we got over another month. Like, January is not even over. I mean, February is not even over. I'm sorry. February ends this week. You're going to blink your eyes. And it's going to be April. It's going to be spring break if you have kids or if you work in education. Um, and you will be like, what just happened? So, we always try to do our reviews and our planning about a month early. Like, in a perfect world, you'll get to do it about a month early. In an imperfect world, you might be doing it the day the quarter starts. Whatever. Do what you need to do to be well. Don't berate yourself if you can't get it done super early if you're, you know, two weeks into the last month of the quarter or whatever. Just the point is to get it done. And the reason we do all these reviews and all this planning is because it actually it's the constant evaluation. It's the constant checking in that puts us in the position to have the life that we want to ensure that we are doing the things that we need to do to help us become our best selves, to help us to live the lives that we want to live and to ensure that we do it in a way where we are not compromising our mental health, our emotional health, our, our physical health, our relational health to try to get some goals off a list because the goal, we think the goal is everything. The goals aren't important, but the goals are, um, it's not as fun when you accomplish them if everything else around you or dealing with you is compromised because you were trying to get to the goal. So first thing you're going to do is look at your 2020 goals and resolutions, in particular, the ones that you wanted to complete early on in the first quarter or maybe even the early part of second quarter and like you're going to evaluate your progress have you started on them have you moved down your list of things to do do you have the supplies that you need did you make the relationships that you needed to make have you sent the emails did you make the phone calls um did you invest in whatever you needed to invest in to help you get those goals accomplished, to help you make sure that you're getting what you wanted out of life. Are you meeting your first quarter deadlines? You know, all of that fun stuff. So like, these are the things you want to do. 
Are they still the goals that you want to pursue is really the first question you have to ask yourself. Sometimes we end the year and because we have a whole year of whatever, we start throwing things on a list that we might think are important. And that that closing out moment, maybe it was something like, oh, I didn't get to do this and I really want to do this next year. Or somebody told me I couldn't do this or they doubted my skills or my um, ability or whatever. And so we throw things on our list based on negative input from last year. But when we get into the new year and we really start living, we realize I don't even really want to do this. Like I'm responding to someone else. And what, let me tell you something. Life is too short to do stuff because of what other people said. Do stuff because you want to do it. Career wise, goals, everything, entrepreneurship, anything that you are investing your life into because your time is your life. Time is the currency of your life. And when you are spending the, or when you are utilizing the currency of your life, I always tell people you want to make sure you're investing it and you're not spending it. Why? Because an investment gives you a return. You don't want to just be wasting it away and just throwing it at stuff or whatever because time, again, is the one thing you cannot get back. I can get more money. I can meet new people. I can get new opportunities. All that stuff will come around again and again and again and again. What will not come back around is the time you put into it. So you want to make sure you're putting in time where you're going to get a return, where it's either the career that you want. I get frustrated at work a lot because I, I work with small children and they can be frustrating. Um, well, medium sized children. I work with elementary age students and they can be frustrating. But it's the work that I believe in. It's the work that I love. And honestly, it's the work that I, I, I truly believe that I was made for. So even when I'm frustrated, I still know that I'm making an investment in something that's valuable to me because hands down, without a doubt, I know that I was made for that work. Um, so when I'm putting time in there, even if it's time I would have rather have put somewhere else in a given moment, I know overall that time isn't wasted because it's being invested in what matters to me. So. Are you doing that at work? You know, hanging out with my friends. There are some other air quote goals I want to work on or other things I should be doing. I should have done over the last two weekends, but I spent the majority of my time investing in my relational goals, spending time with people I love and particular people who I don't get to see all the time. Um, and that took up the most of the energy I had. So when I got home, I wasn't really doing much else. And you know what that is? A-okay. That's fine, right? Because that time spent with those people is investing in my relationships with them, which is good for me because when I'm feeling sad, when I'm feeling down, when I'm whatever, and I need to look back on a good memory to pet me up, it's the pictures with them. When I, um, quality time is my love language. So when I get to talk to somebody and spend time with somebody I haven't been able to spend time with in a long time. Boom. I'm on 10. Like it is just such an emotional boost for me. So it's good invested time. Are you, you know, and those are goals I want to pursue. I want to pursue my relational goals almost above all else. I'm going to accomplish the things on my checklist eventually, but I, you don't have people forever. And I want to know that I love people well while I had them and I allowed myself to be loved well while I had them. So those are the goals that move to the forefront and that make the most sense to me. I'm not investing time. I've had other people mention some things to me. You should this, you should that. Why aren't you this? Because I don't want to. And I'm not going to put time, energy, effort, money, whatever there, but especially not my the currency of my life in places that I don't see, um, not that I don't see the value in them. That's not the right way to put it. But in the places that are not going to have the kind of return I need them to return for me to give them the limited time and energy that I have. So 
make sure whatever you're working towards is still something you want to pursue. Secondly, are your timelines to get those things done complete? Sometimes when we start working on something, we realize we left something out that we needed or we didn't know, you know, all the pieces that went into it until we started working on it and making some progress. And then you see things that you forgot um, because you didn't either know about them or you just honestly forgot about them. Like, oh, I did this before, but I forgot that this was a part of the process. Make sure that you have written down everything that you need to do to make your your goals and your dreams your reality. Um, so is there something you've noticed? Is there something somebody pointed out? Is there something you just want to add in? Cause you think it makes your opportunities for success stronger. Um, whatever the case may be, make sure you're adding them in. So you have complete list of things you need to get done. Is there stuff you had in there that you need to take out? An incomplete list is an inaccurate list. That's what I'll say. So if it has stuff you don't need to have in it, take it out. And if there's some things you need to add to it, add them in. That's the only way your list is complete, honestly, and truly accurate is if it has specifically what it needs to have. Nothing more, nothing less. So do you have all your steps in there? Are you sure? Read through again, reevaluate, take any new knowledge you've gained in this first six, seven weeks of the year and add them to the mix to ensure that you can get what you want to get out of it. Um... Do you need to update your estimated time that things are going to take you to get done? Like, oh, I thought this would be a one-week thing. I'm learning now that it's a two-week process. I'll use this example. There's a group I'm in online. Um, it's a family alumni group. And there's somebody in that group that makes, like, family paraphernalia. And one of the things they had in the fall was a throw blanket. So they're ordering all these throw blankets. And they had estimates of delivery and all this other stuff. But they're working with a supplier who twice has caused them extreme delays, which has made the people who are ordering from them here like upset. Like I ordered a blanket in October. It's February. I still don't have it. And you're telling me to be patient. And it's the it's because their supplier didn't give them good deadlines. Their supplier didn't update their timelines when things happen. Their supplier isn't communicating with them effectively for them to communicate with their customer. And it's causing them problems. And long term, it's going to cost them money because then they put out another product. It was like a FAMU beach towel. And people are hesitant to purchase it because of the issues they've had with the blanket. Like they're messing up their long term money because the short term timeline communication has not been accurate. Um, I don't think they're doing it intentionally. I do understand that like suppliers have issue, but I also understand the concerns of the people making the purchases. Like, am I going to get my stuff before the summer's over if I order right now? Because it's taking me five months to get a blanket. If it takes me, you know, five months to get a beach towel, I might've already taken my beach trip. Like, I don't want to go through that. And so... Make sure your timelines are accurate so you're not causing yourself undue stress and anyone who is depending on you to get whatever it is that you're doing or who is on the the um, other side of your success. You don't want to frustrate them because you've given them an inaccurate timeline because you weren't real about how long it would take you to do something. You might have given yourself three weeks to do something that you found out it's only going to take you three days to do. That's also a win because that's time you can put back in your calendar for other things. You want to make sure that both your activities in your timeline and your time estimates of those activities is as accurate as possible because you don't have time to waste or lose. You can choose to pause. You can choose to stop. You can choose to slow down. But to waste or lose time, that's not what we do, 
right? We make intentional decisions about where we want to be in life and we live in that intention. We are not just at a place where we're allowing things to just happen to us and we're just kind of dealing with it. That ain't what we do. Make a decision, make it happen, live your best life. Um, And you do that by being fully aware of what you need to do and having the most accurate assessments of what it's going to take you to get it done. So that is that. Um, Are your second quarter goals ready for you to rock and roll when second quarter rolls around? I know there are plenty of people who are like, why am I worried about second quarter? It is only, you know, we, we haven't even finished first quarter because second quarter is going to be here before you know it. Like I already said, blink of an eye, it's going to be April. It, then it's May, June, boom, now we in summer. And you're going to be like, where did the time go? The time went where time always goes, in particular when we don't prepare to use our time effectively. So we want to make sure that if there are things we wanted to accomplish in second quarter, even if we wanted to accomplish them at the end of second quarter, which is June, that we are preparing for that to happen. Like, is there anything you need to buy on the front end so you could be ready to go when the time goes to get started? Is there anything you need to, maybe it's a workout goal. Maybe you're like, boom, I'm going to run a half marathon in the summer. Bless you if you're going to run a half marathon in the middle of the summer because it's hot. But they also have nighttime races, whatever the case may be. You train for it. There are people who do um, the, um, oh, Lord, why can't I think? Peachtree Road Race is the largest 10K in the world. It happens on the morning of the 4th of July in hot Hot, hot Atlanta. Okay. 10K, 6.2 miles. Um, if you want to do something like that, are you, have you set up your training schedule? Have you reevaluated how you're eating? Have you checked in with your doctor to make sure that you're physically well enough to do it? I am not um, in a position right now to do a 10K. Now, I might be by April. But as of today, I'm not. And so it's important to know that if this was something I wanted to do, it's not. I don't want to run 10Ks down Atlanta Hills, up and down Atlanta Hills at the beginning of July. That's just not my ministry. It's not what I desire to do at all. But if I did, I would need to go in with my doctor, set a plan, really check and make sure that I'm doing what I need to do to prepare my body. One, for the training, two, for the heat and three, to be successful. So are you doing the things to prepare your mind, to prepare your body, to prepare your time, to prepare your space for what it is you want to accomplish in second quarter? If you're not doing them, now's a good time to start doing them. like the prep. I'm not saying you have to start working on it because it might not take you that long to work on what you're doing. But you want to know that when you're ready to start working, you have everything that you need to get it done. Um, What's next? So, okay, cool. Now, what you have to uh, do, this is the time that people who fall off from their New Year's resolutions have fallen off by now. They've given up, life happened, and they kept it moving. Um, Do you need to jump back on the bandwagon? Like, did you get off to a really strong start? Something happened, threw you off your game. You ain't been rocking and rolling for the last two, three weeks. And you're like, uh, like I'm mad at myself. Why did I give up? You didn't give up. You had a fall off, but you can get back on. So, What are the things that maybe you stopped doing 
even though there were things you really wanted to do, they were valuable investments. You got a great return. You saw the benefit, but life started life in it. So you stopped doing it for whatever reason. And you need to jump back on the bandwagon. What are those things that are going to get you back on the bandwagon to get you moving forward? This is the beauty of doing quarterly reviews. You can reassess and adjust early on so that by the time you get to the end of the year, which is still 10 months away, you have accomplished what you wanted for the year. Even if maybe you didn't, have a smooth smooth selling to get there and that's fine um, we're looking for long-term benefit long-term gratification long-term result which means in the beginning you might have some starts and stops before you get there and that's fine if you stop let's get restarted um one of my favorite phrases is any day can be a good day for a reset so start again right now whatever that thing might be for you um, are there some things you should have started and you just never started? I have shared multiple times how the year has gotten off to a really slow start for me. My focus had to be like my mental health and my emotional health and making sure that I maintained those things so that I didn't go into a deep, dark spiral, um, which means some of my goals and stuff I have not even been able to start working on because as I explained I'm not doing 10, 15, 20 things in a day right now. I'm doing three to five. I'm giving them the best of my energy. Um, and I'm being okay with that because mentally and emotionally, that's what I need to do to be well and wellness above all. Like I deserve wellness and you do too. So there were some things that I just didn't start that are important to me that I really, really want to do, but couldn't do them yet. Like my body wasn't on board and I got to, I have to acknowledge that and honor that Um, my mind wasn't on board. I have to accept that and honor that. So, but I am, you know, I had a day of feeling really good. Let's see if I can get into two days. If I can get into a week of feeling really good, then I can get to starting on those things because I'm in a better place and I can maintain it without it spiraling me out of control. So get started where you need to get started you don't have to start something at the beginning of the year for it to be done in that year I told you guys last year my greatest example of that is I did not go into 2019 thinking I would finish college but by the December 2019 I was a graduate it wasn't even on my radar it wasn't even on my list but once it came on my radar once it became a part of my list I got it done so is there something that's coming to you now that you weren't even thinking about when you we're thinking about 2020 initially that you want to add to the mix that has a greater return on the investment for you, a greater priority for you. It's not too late to get started, get started, make it happen, allow it to be great. Um, perfect segue. Next, check in with yourself on your mental and emotional health. We can become so task oriented and so like, single-minded and achieving our goals that we tear ourselves up in a process don't tear yourself up you deserve to be well these goals don't matter if you have a complete mental and emotional breakdown they're irrelevant because you won't even be in a position to enjoy the fact that you did it you don't want to accomplish the things you said you want to accomplish and invest all that time and energy and resources and effort to get to the end of it and be so broken down that you can't celebrate it that would be horrible But I know people who live their life that way because they're so doggedly focused on the goal that they don't pay attention to anything else. Don't do that. Make sure you are mentally well. Check in on that every morning and every night. 
how are you feeling when you wake up? What kind of mood are you in? Are you able to get out of bed? Are you dreading what your next activity is? Are you excited about it? Um, a little side note with that. If you're doing something new, like I know people when they first start working out, like they, in particular, if they're working out in the morning, not get up and go to work out is like, ugh, I hate the ghetto. Like I hate this. So, but it's nothing wrong. They're just not in the right mindset yet. It hasn't become a habit yet. That's different. I'm saying like, is your body manifesting like physical ailments because of how you feel about what you have to do next? Or do you suddenly now have headaches? on Sunday nights like do you start dragging do you stop smiling do you stop laughing um are you a little bit meaner like are there manifestations of being unwell based on what you got to go into once the week starts or once the day starts or on a particular day when you got to see a certain person pay attention to that and do what you need to do to mitigate that because long term that's killing you Bad stress can be killing you on the inside with no symptoms on the outside. So we've got to be super aware and pay a lot of attention to both our mental and emotional health to ensure that we don't get to the finish line of our goal, but die because we crossed the finish line and we gave crossing the finish line our all without making sure everything else was cool. Check in and make sure those other things, mental emotional physical and relational health are good you don't want to put all this energy and effort and time and resources into accomplishing what you want and you get to the end of it and you have no one to celebrate it to you because you burned all your bridges along the way i've seen people do that too and it's super duper sad don't do that to yourself so there is that make any doctor's appointments that you need to make like Whatever time of year you need to make them, my annual appointment is around my birthday. It's actually already scheduled. Um, It'll be a little early this year. It'll be actually in like two weeks. So I make sure I have my annual doctor's appointment. My eye exam is up to date. Um, I've got to schedule my next therapy appointment. I got off on a weird schedule, so I got to get back into it with that because, oh, Jesus, I need it. Um, Dental appointments, whatever kind of appointments you need to make for your wellness, massage appointments. Whatever you need to do, make sure you're getting it done. Have all your appointments, all your wellness, all your um, ensuring that you're okay, ready to rock and roll in whatever quarter it needs to rock and roll in. Don't wait. Because the other side is, some, you know your doctor's office. You know if it takes you two or three months to get an appointment. like So don't wait until you need the appointment to try to schedule it, hoping somebody cancel. Don't do that to yourself. Make sure you've done what you need to do to be well. Um, move your body. Even if fitness is not a goal for you, like maybe you're in great shape, just naturally you move around enough naturally, but you don't really focus on exercise and stuff like that. Commit to moving your body. It doesn't have to be traditional exercise or working out, but commit to going for walks as the weather gets nice, is getting nicer, um, walks outside in particular. I take my students on a walk every day that we're allowed to by the weather. If it's not raining, if it's even when it's cold, we'll do a quick walk because there is something about being outside in fresh air that is just good for your your body across the board. It's good for your physical health. It's good for your mental and emotional health. Like it's what we need to do. It's a chance for them to connect relationally and laugh and talk and dance and be silly. Um, all of those things. So do that. Take a dance class. Um, take a yoga class, do stretches in your bedroom, like 
but commit to moving your body. There are untold benefits, like countless untold benefits to committing to movement. Even if it's not to lose or gain weight or to strengthen or tone, it is just good for you. You ain't got to be preparing for the next Iron Man, but you should be making sure that you are investing in yourself that way and you're taking care of your body by just moving it around. It don't have to be for a long time, um, but it does need to be done because it's just good for you. Even if it's if even if it's just going for a 15 minute walk every day, like please commit to that 15 minute walk and move your body um, and give it just a space to flourish and breathe in the fresh air and look around you and see like how the trees are changing and flowers are blooming, like all of that, do all of that because all of that is necessary. Um, and then last but not least, celebrate yourself. Okay, you've done something. It might not have been everything, but you've moved forward in some way. Celebrate it. And if you honestly feel like you have nothing to celebrate so far in the first seven weeks of the year, when I think surviving the first seven weeks of 2020 in and of itself is worthy of celebration. But if you don't feel like you have anything to celebrate, like I respect your gangster. But what I will say is to commit to doing something over the next five to six weeks before March 31st hits to give yourself reason to celebrate. And celebrate that thing. Hear me? Like, celebrate. However, you, if it's celebrating with ice cream, fan favorite of mine. If it's celebrating with your Starbucks treat because you don't do it every day anymore because one of your goals was around money. Get your Starbucks. Um, if it's hanging out with a friend, go on ahead and set the date so you can kick it with the homie. Um, if it's going on a trip, a short trip, long trip, whatever kind of trip, a day trip. do Set, set the plans in motion to do the trip. Whatever, whatever, whatever you need to do to ensure that you are celebrating the fact that you are making progress, that you are taking your investment in yourself seriously, do that. Get your Build-A-Bear, if it's a Build-A-Bear, buy your Rosa Parks Barbie, because that's what I did. Like, whatever it is, get invest in getting cute. Like, so get the little tennis shoes you wanted or the clothes that you wanted, um, Assign a reward to yourself for the goal. Make it happen and get your reward because you deserve it. Celebrate every step of the way. Acknowledge every milestone. Pat yourself on the back. Pat, pat, pat. Good job, sis. Good job, brother. You did that. Talk to yourself in the mirror. Write yourself a love note. Um, Honor the work that you've put in so far to make your dreams your reality. Honor the work that you've put in so far to live your absolute best life because you know what you deserve? Just that. That's all, my friends. We are done. I love you. Oh, my gosh. I love you so much. I'm rooting for you. I'm praying for you. I'm proud of you. I want God's best for you. And above all, I need to see us win. Us. Not just me, but all of us. So, Here's uh, to you, my friends. Make it a great week. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. If you're ready to get started on your own self-care journey and you need some help, check out the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care workbook. You can find it on Amazon.com and we would love for you to have it to help you in your self-care journey. You can also join us on social media. We have a Facebook group, The Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. 
On Twitter, you can find us at Black Girl Self Care. And on Instagram, we are Black Girl Self Care Revolution. So come on over and join us online. Keep the conversation going um, and stick with us in between episodes. Love you so much. Thank you for joining me today. And I just hope that you have an amazing rest of your day, month, week, year, that it is literally you living your best life. So till next time, be well.